You are listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast, episode 62, your 2020 vision and mental rehearsal. This is Less Drama, More Mama, the podcast for moms who want to feel calm, in control, and confident about how to handle anything life throws their way. You're ready to go from feeling frazzled and disrespected to feeling calm and connected. This is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Pam Howard. Hey there, Mama. Welcome to the podcast. I'm recording this for you the day after my 45th birthday. And I have to tell you, mindset really is everything. When I think about being 45, I can honestly say that I think about how much more time I have left, not about how much time has passed. I figure with the combination of my excellent genes, my good health and modern medicine, I can expect to live at least another 50 to 55 years. So I haven't even reached the halfway point yet. There's so much I wanna do in the next half of my life. There are so many more moms to help and milestones to look forward to and trips to take. I know that many people, as they age, look back at where they've been rather than ahead to where they're going, and they just ride out their lives, recreating their past over and over again. Living from the past is a very predictable, safe, and comfortable way to live. You know how to do it. It's familiar. You keep thinking the same thoughts you've always thought and looking to your past for evidence of what's possible. When you look to your past to define your future, you'll keep creating more of the same results you had in your past. If you say things like, that's just the way I am, I can't help it. That won't work, I've already tried it. I'm just not good at that. Or this is how I've always done it. You're defining yourself by your past. And that's fine for some people, but most of us feel a pull within us, a tug towards something bigger, something better than where we've already been. It feels scary because it requires us to take risks and get out of our comfort zones and fail a bunch of times. But as I've said before, discomfort is the path to growth. And if you want to create results you never got before, you have to think thoughts you never thought before. You need to accept that the past was perfect for you because it got you to where you are today. Bless it, say goodbye to it, and start focusing on your future by taking control of who you want to be. So today I want to talk about the tools of visualization and mental rehearsal as a way to get to know your future self. I want to promise you these tools are practical and more importantly, they're effective. Visualization is one form of mental rehearsal, and we naturally use visualization all the time because our brains like to think in pictures. If I say the word puppy, your brain immediately conjures up a mental image of a puppy, and he's so cute. (laughs) If I say flower, you picture a flower in your mind. You've likely used visualization without even realizing it. If you ever planned a party, for example, You probably had a particular image in your mind about what that party would look like, who would be at the party, where it would be, what food you'd serve, what kind of entertainment there'd be, how it would be decorated, what you'd be wearing. And then from that mental image, 
you created close to that exact experience. Or if you've ever redecorated a room, you've looked through magazines or on Pinterest for inspiration, and you've had to visualize how different colors and fabrics and pieces of furniture would look in your space. Or even putting together an outfit, right? We use visualization all the time. Using visualization to achieve a goal is using the power of your imagination to create a detailed picture in your mind of what it'll be like when you achieve it, and then practicing imagining it again and again. Now, there's more to it than that, and I'm going to give you some tips and ideas for how to get the most out of your visualization a bit later. But before I do that, I want to tell you about the first time I really experienced the power of visualization for myself. When I was about eight years old, I went to see my sister in a drama production at her junior high. I remember sitting in the auditorium watching her and her friends singing and dancing on stage in front of hundreds of captivated audience members. I remember visualizing myself up on that stage, performing in front of all those people and thinking, someday, that'll be me up there. I didn't know when, I didn't know how, I just knew I would do it. Fast forward to the summer before my ninth grade year, about six years later. I enrolled in my school's summer musical theater program and auditioned for the leading role of Sharon in Finian's Rainbow. Holding that vision in my mind of being on stage, singing and dancing in front of a packed auditorium was, I believe, one of the reasons I got the role. My belief that I would be on that stage was so strong that when the opportunity arose, I took the actions necessary to create my result. Everything starts with our thoughts. Every single thing that's ever been created in the world started with a single thought. Our brains are so incredibly powerful. Many people, when they visualize the future, either visualize some version of their past or they visualize what they don't want to happen. They conjure up mental images of the worst case scenario. The kind of visualization I want you to practice is positive, intentional, and goal-driven. It's about the best case scenario. There's been a lot of research on visualization and the practice of mental rehearsal used by athletes to improve and enhance their performance. They picture themselves crossing the finish line, making the shot, or hitting the ball. In one of the research studies conducted by Australian psychologist Alan Richardson, students were randomly split into three groups and tested on how many free throws they could make. Then, for the next 20 days, the first group practiced free throws every day for an hour. The second group only visualized themselves making free throws. The third group did nothing. After 20 days, the groups were tested again. The first group improved by 24%. Not surprisingly, the third group didn't improve at all. The second group improved by 23%, only one percentage point lower than the first group, without ever even touching a basketball. Richardson wrote that the most effective visualizers felt the ball in their hands and heard it bounce, in addition to seeing it go through the hoop. Lindsay Vaughn, who was named America's best woman skier ever by Sports Illustrated, considers her ability to visualize a ski run a competitive edge. By visualizing the course in her mind, she's able to train on all the courses throughout the summer months, even though she's not actually skiing. 
She said, I always visualize the run before I do it. By the time I get to the start gate, I've run that race 100 times already in my head, picturing how I'll take the turns. Your brain doesn't know the difference between past, present, and future. You can have thoughts about the past, and you can have thoughts about the future, but they're all only happening in the present. Also, your brain can't distinguish between real and imagined thoughts. It only knows how those thoughts feel in your body. So the more you can think and feel the way you want to in the future right now, the more likely and more quickly you'll create the exact future you want. The reason I titled this episode Your 2020 Vision is because I want you to think about a goal you have for yourself in the year 2020. And because most of the time we hear the phrase, hindsight is 2020. And I want your foresight to be 2020. I want you to head into the year 2020 with a clear vision of where you're going and what you're going to create. So here are some tips for making the most of your visualization process. You want to practice visualizing when you're relaxed and comfortable, usually sitting or lying down. I like to close my eyes so I'm not distracted by other images. Identify a goal you have for your future. Ask yourself why you want it. The more compelling your reason, the better because it will evoke more feeling of motivation and conviction. Imagine your future self who's already achieved this goal and really get specific about who she is. What does she look like? What clothes does she wear? What food does she eat? Who does she hang out with? What emotion is she feeling? Engage all of your senses to describe her environment. Is there a smell in the air? What sounds does she hear? Sometimes it helps to imagine that you're watching a play or a movie with you as the main character. You might visualize yourself accepting an award, speaking to a group of people, fitting into the jeans you have hanging in the back of your closet laughing and playing with your kids at the park, or sitting around the dinner table and feeling gratitude. Whatever it is, imagine it in as much detail as possible. The next part that many people overlook is to envision how your future self handles different situations. For example, how does the future you who's lost the weight manage going to a Super Bowl party or a friend's wedding? How does the future you who's calm and in control of her emotions handle when her kids are fighting in the back seat or talking back? How does that same person show self-compassion when she does yell at her kids? By visualizing these scenarios, you're making decisions ahead of time that you won't need to make in the moment because you've already practiced them in your mind. Finally, what does your future self think about? If she's lost the weight, she's not constantly thinking about food anymore. If she's confident in her parenting, she's not beating herself up about the past or thinking about how hard parenting is. So what is she thinking about? Spend some time identifying those thoughts and write them down. These thoughts become your script to practice when you mentally rehearse for your role as your future self. Just as an actor prepares for a role by getting into the mindset of her character and thinking about how that character feels, you can write and practice the script of your future you. Dedicate time to rehearse every day. When you mentally rehearse new thoughts, you create new pathways in the brain. Motivational speaker and author Brian Tracy 
says the more frequently you visualize your desired outcome and the longer you can hold the picture of it in your mind, the better. He also says that the vividness with which you can picture it and the amount of emotion you attach to the image directly relates to how quickly it materializes. Several years ago, when The Secret, a film about the law of attraction, became popular, people misinterpreted its message to mean that you could manifest something just by visualizing it and thinking about it. Like you visualize yourself depositing large sums of money into your bank account, and then poof, checks start appearing in the mailbox. But the truth is that you have to combine the visualization with taking action. The visualization is the thought part of the model. Those thoughts create feelings that fuel your actions, which create your results. Like when I visualized myself on stage, I still had to audition to actually get the part. The law of attraction, if you're not already familiar with it, states that what you focus on expands. Whatever you give your attention to, whether it's positive or negative, you attract into your life. That's why it's so important to visualize and focus on what you want, not on what you don't want. If you find it challenging to visualize yourself at your end goal, then start smaller. Picture yourself when you're halfway to your goal. Once you've practiced that enough times and made some progress toward it, you can visualize yourself at the finish line. Another way you can use visualization is to make a vision board, which is basically a collage of images that represent what you want to attract into your life. It's strategically placed where you can see it regularly and be reminded of your goal. Again, it's important to find pictures and images that cause a physiological response in your body for the greatest effect. I hope you'll give this a try. It may feel awkward at first, or you may not get a very clear image in your mind the first couple of times you try it. But the more you practice, the better you'll get at it, and the faster you'll see results. Now, before I go, I want to read a testimonial that I got from a client recently, because it seriously blew my mind. She wrote, I now believe that it's possible to be a mom that is calm and connected most of the time. I feel proud of how I'm showing up as a mom. I feel proud of my willingness to learn, grow, and be uncomfortable so that I can evolve for myself. I believe that I'm taking responsibility for the way I feel about 85% of the time, and I can recognize when I'm not. I can also do this with compassion instead of judgment because I understand that my negative feelings come from my thoughts, not my circumstances. I loved working with you because I believe that you traveled the road I'm currently on. From your experience, you brought compassion and confidence that made me believe harder in myself and my possibilities. You have been an example of what is possible for me. Your professional background, personal experience, and passion for helping moms feel more calm and connected is why I would recommend you to any mom that is struggling to enjoy motherhood. You offered tools and strategies that helped me not just survive motherhood, but use this experience to thrive as a human being. How seriously amazing is that? And of course, she did all the work to get her results. I just helped her see how some of her thoughts were getting in her way. So if you see coaching with yours truly as part of your 2020 vision, go ahead and schedule your free mini session with me today. Seriously, what are you waiting for? All right. I look forward to talking with you soon. Have an amazing week, mama. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast. If you like this episode, 
please take a moment to write a quick review on iTunes and make sure you subscribe too so you never miss a show. Got a question, comment, or idea for an upcoming episode? Email me at pam at lessdramamoremama.com. <laughs>